Hi, this is Mark, the Ballpark Hunter, and you're listening to the Ballpark Hunter Podcast. With me today is my guest, co-host, whatever you want to call, Scooby McKay, based out of Chicago. And uh, Scooby, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. All right. So what part of Chicago are you from? Uh, Western suburbs. So uh, just just outside of like O'Hare Airport. Okay. Is that like Itasca, Rosemont? Is that... Uh, currently living in Schaumburg. Oh, Schaumburg. Oh, yeah, I know Schaumburg. Yeah, that's uh, my wife is from uh, Hazelcrest, so she's south. And Schaumburg can be anywhere from 40 minutes to about an hour and a half, depending on traffic or if we bought our ITOL with us, because if we didn't, we have to wait in line. It's it's chaos. I actually bought the ITOL. It helps me out big time up there in the the suburbs. So, all right, well... I made a call out on Twitter yesterday about having people come on, and I was just kind of curious who would say yes, and you were one of the first people, so I said, okay, let's do it. Can we uh, meet tomorrow? So that's what brings us on today. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some Chicago regional food. He's going to talk about the Diamondbacks. He talks about his love for the Indianapolis Colts and Pacers, or Indiana Pacers, and you know anything else Chicago, because... Um, there's there's a lot we can say. So first, born and raised in Chicago. Most people know it as a place to get a deep dish pizza. What do you think is a, a better all like if somebody was coming from Chicago, coming to visit Chicago and they said, I want to try a deep dish pizza. What would you say? No, put that off to the side. Try this regional food. Um, I mean, honestly, if you I mean, you can't go wrong with pizza, but I would even just say go with a tavern style. Pizza. Yes. Um deep dish is good it's great you know it's it's yeah sure it, it's something like I said that tourists outsiders come here for but man our tavern style thin crust pizza is is phenomenal like i don't i don't know why we that that gets overlooked to be honest it you know it does get overlooked but my wife that's what she likes she likes a beggar's style pizza that's like her favorite spot i know it's a chain with crumbled sausage on it like she will eat that up Deep dish, it's like, eh, okay. Yeah. And and there's a lot of great places to get a tavern style. And you can get, you know, the traditional toppings. Some have Italian beef on it. And from what I hear, it's quite more popular with the uh the population compared to deep dish. Is that accurate to say? Yeah, I like I said, I think I think people that are coming into the area come more for for the deep dish but if you if you live out here you you pretty much just go for the the tavern style i'd say at least 75 percent of the time okay now do you have a go-to place or would you travel far to go to a, a certain place um yeah I, so i grew up in lombard which is a little further south about 15 oh, yeah. 20 minutes there's a great spot in town that uh that it's called gianorio's um i think the guy is actually the mayor of the town now but man that their their pizza i'll uh, that's that's my go-to um my my folks just moved away from there about a year ago so they're a little further west but even then when when they get the opportunity they're like how can we make this work so we can get that and and bring it back home mm-hmm. yeah that that's uh, yeah that's like me growing up in uh new jersey my mom moved about an hour south all in a, so your favorite pizzerias were now an hour north so you had to look for new places and i remember that was a task you know, my brother would try all these different spots and they never really found one they liked. So I'm with you there. I definitely understand. So, 
Uh, but yeah, tavern style pizza. Don't be fooled. Go and you can get these at Giannaro's or I mean, I'm sorry, uh, G- Giordano's or Lou Malnati's or Pizza Uno, uh, maybe even Pequod's. Yeah, I like Pequod's a lot. I know that's a very kind of little kind of rundown little place, but they have that little tiny burnt crust on the edge. But yeah, tavern style pizza is, is great because you don't have to wait that long for it, you know. When you're right. waiting 45 minutes an hour for a deep dish, it's like you're hungry. You want to eat right now. So another benefit to tavern style. So uh, good to hear. And um, getting back on food, uh, Italian beef, fan or not? You like it juicy, wet, peppers? Yeah, I, I'm I'm soft. I'm not a big peppers guy. But, mm-hmm. yeah, an Italian beef, uh, you know, get it juicy, dipped um, is is good. The, the, again, the, the peppers looks good. It's just I know for me, I'm not a pepper guy. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I get it. That's not your thing. That's not your thing. I was having a conversation with Adam Horvath. He's based out of New Jersey, where I'm from as well. And we were talking about the Italian beef. And he's like, yeah, how come this is not popular outside of Chicago? Why only in the Chicago area, maybe some spots outside, can you get an Italian beef? This should adapt well to any part of the country kind of like the philly cheesesteak does kind of like buffalo wings and and you're right people have their spots everybody says johnny's is the best some people like a1 uh or al's roast beef i don't know i I haven't found my spot yet but i have i'd like to get to johnny's because a few people said that's like that's the quintessential place to get one yeah yeah johnny's is, is pretty good um like i said pretty well known um, they don't do them there necessarily, but also a cheesy beef. I mean, oh yeah, I, I'm a sucker for a cheesy beef. Yeah, I've I've heard of the cheesy beef. I have it. Uh, and that sounds good too. I haven't I haven't had one of those. I know when I'm trying to think, Boino beef. They had something with uh, the White Sox and the Cubs players, and yeah. it's like choose your beef. And yeah. I thought that was kind of neat to have. So uh, that that's awesome to hear. And then. Another regional dish from Chicago that's on the south side. So if you go into a White Sox game, is called the Jim's Shoe Sandwich. Are you familiar with that, or still trying to figure uh, out what that is? That one, I that one's new to me. Okay. Um, again, I'm a suburban kid, so I yeah. admit. Um, but yeah, I'll have, I will. If if you can tell me about it, I I'm interested. Yeah, I like it's, my- it, <laughs> you know there's a place called stony island sub and it's one of these places on the south side where you have the bulletproof glass (laughs) and they have like the old bank teller swivel door and you you know you exchange your money for the food but this sandwich is like as big like it's huge and you get it with fries and a soda but it's italian beef it's pastrami not pastrami corn corn beef or pastrami i forget and gyro meat or gyro meat and it's cooked on the on the on the griddle served in a a, a sub roll with cheese lettuce tomato gyro and white sauce okay. tzatziki sauce and it's just it's this giant thing you shouldn't even be eating but it's <laughs> so good and some places make it a little better than others uh, I usually get it without the cheese because they put on American cheese, which ruins it. So I try to get it without it. But yeah, it's something that I, I found out about just driving through that neighborhood, going to a White Sox game. I'm like, Jim Shoe Sandwich, what the heck is that? So I stopped and tried it and, and said, man, this is good. You know, of course, 
I'm on a diet right now, so I'm trying to stay away from stuff like that. But yeah, the gym shoe sandwich in Chicago. So, you know, one thing I like about Chicago is the food, but I also like a lot of the stadiums and ballparks. Are you familiar with a lot of the minor league ballparks, the, you know, Wrigley Field yeah. guaranteed rate? Uh, and I guess first, Wrigley Field or guaranteed rate, which one, the, the pros and cons about those two venues, you know, which which one do you prefer going to when you have a chance? Um, so I still probably prefer Wrigley, um, te te technically grew up, you know, my dad was a big Cubs fan. Um, but we just loved baseball. So we would go either one with the opportunity. Um, I just like the experience and history at Wrigley. Um, it's, it's been changing a little bit now that they're building up around the stadium, which is probably good things. Um, and you haven't lost too much of the, the nostalgia despite, you know, the new video boards and whatnot in the outfields. Um, but definitely if you want food, um, the South side at, at guaranteed yeah. rate is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not too many people realize that there's folks that haven't been out there in about 20 years, 25 years, maybe even 15. And they're like, I hate that ballpark. It sucks. It's in a terrible neighborhood, but you get some also Cuban sandwiches, some awesome meatball sandwiches, Chicago dogs. I mean, they, I think their regular hot dogs can be improved a little bit, but sure. you got all sorts of stuff out there to, to enjoy. They had, uh, they had like a horseshoe sandwich at one time, a horseshoe platter, which they made into a sandwich, uh, which is a regional food from spring, uh, Springfield. Yeah, I was just blown away by the food there. And, you know, me, I'm more of a White Sox guy than a Cubs guy. So I, I find it a little bit easier to get to the parking. <laughs> Neighborhood is not as bad as people say it is, but you're there for the game. You tailgate. There are some spots you can go to after. But, yeah, you can't compare it to Wrigleyville where, I mean, everything is in front of you, like, you know, bars and clubs. And, and there's some good New York style pizza near Wrigley Field. So I get it. It's just a pain in the ass to get to uh, if you're driving up from a place like Indianapolis. Like I will not drive into Wrigleyville for a game. I would I would find a place to park and 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 take uh, the L or, or take uh, mass transit. But uh, I guess that's the only thing with me. I just I'm just trying to find like the best route to take. So like when you go to a Wrigley uh, a Wrigley Field game, where how do you get there transportation wise? Um, I usually drive. Okay, um, so they've done right. a they've done a good job for nights and weekends. They've got a an area where you can park, mm -hmm. and they shuttle you for free on like old old school bus at the big yellow school bus. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, which is you know a little cramped as you get older, but um, you know it's only like a fifteen minute ride, and you know free parking that way is isn't too bad. Um, so so it's free parking, and they shuttle you. Yeah, only wow. only for night and weekend games, and I think you get up to like an hour after the game ends. Nice. So you know, definitely, if you want to, like I said, hit a bar or something afterwards, you, know, you might want to just find somewhere to park on the street or or a lot or somewhere. But okay, I didn't know that. So that's that's like one of these little secrets I didn't know about. What what is there a lot to, that they call this, or is it a you just have to know the place? <laughs> yeah, they've got it on the website. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's the Rockwell shuttle. It's it's moved a few different places over the years. It used to be um, down Addison uh, near DeVry. Now it's okay. up on Irving Park. Okay. Well, yeah. Because, yeah, that, that's the thing with me. It's like I want to get out there, but, 
you know, it's like, do I park, do I park my car in East Chicago and take the train <laughs> in, or do I park someplace a little bit closer? That's, you know, but with like White Sox, you just go there, you park for 25 bucks. There you go. You walk around or, you know, they have a shuttle from a few of the local businesses as well. If you get there early enough, I guess to me, Wrigleyville just intimidates me to drive into during a game day. And maybe I shouldn't just let that happen to me. Uh, I should just take it, take it upon myself to get there. But uh, you are from Chicago. Uh, you do frequent some of these Chicago venues. Uh, what other venues would you recommend people go in, like some of the minor league ballparks? There's a bunch of them out there. Which ones would you say, hey, this is, if you can't get to a Cubs game or a Sox, and if you have some extra time, check out this minor league venue or check out this arena because, you know, it's pretty special and you shouldn't leave Chicago without seeing it. Sure. So yeah, if you're out, um, you know, come out a little bit more in the burbs like me. Um, the the Chicago Dogs has been a big hit for me the last few years since they've uh, you know became a thing, uh, independent league ball. But they're right by the airport here. Um, you know, it's it's fun. It's it, being that it's newer, they were able to build with a little bit of space. Um, so you know, you got room in the concourse to walk around or the outfield. Um, you know, they have small little bands play sometimes on a Friday before the game and um, sit there. You can watch cars and trucks go down the highway out mm -hmm. behind the one, you know, in the outfield. And then you see planes taking off and landing overhead. And for, for someone like me who not necessarily ADD, but likes, likes seeing different things yeah. in between. No, I get, it. I get it. It keeps me from always just pulling out the phone. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been great. You know, uh, you know, we had the, the Kane County Cougars, which is a little further out in Geneva. Uh, I grew up going to those, which are good. Um, but, you know, I've I've converted a few people, you know, with, with the dogs being a little bit closer. Parking is, is like $3. I know. Is, yeah, they do a nice job with the, with the parking there. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and I know when I go to a Chicago Dogs game, when they introduce the mascots, it's a ketchup bottle and a mustard bottle. And like the ketchup bottle is dressed in this trench coat with evil eyes. But my goodness, all the kids run to these mascots like they're regarded as like heroes at the game. So that's that's a lot of fun to see. And, and you know, it is, and it is a very nice ballpark, very sleek, very modern. It It has features that. They incorporated, I think, the parking deck as like the back wall uh, right outside the concourse. And yeah, very easy to get to. You have uh, some shopping area on the other side of the interstate. You're not far from Gene and Jude's, which is a great hot dog spot. You get the depression yeah. dog. Yeah, Gene and Jude's. Like it's, it's like I told my brother-in-law when we went up there, I said, man, we got to stop at Gene and Jude's. It's like the like I'm never up in Rosemont that much. So let's let's go hit it up. So. It's uh yeah, it's a fun place. You kind of like to see, you know, those alternatives because, you know, sometimes you just don't feel like driving down to a Cubs game. And uh, I know a buddy of mine uh, went to a, a dogs game when they had like a Mike Dick, a bobblehead night. And uh, he lives down in downtown yeah. and he's like, <clears throat> yeah, only reason why I'm up in Rosemont. Like he just shuns the suburbs of Chicago. He just like, there's no reason for me to be up there, but Mike Dick, a bobblehead. Yeah, I'm going to get that. So they do a nice way of pulling folks in, but getting back to Chicago, you're not a huge Chicago fan. You're more of a, an Indiana Pacers, Indianapolis Colts fan. So how did that happen? And, and was it tough growing up in Chicagoland feeling that way? 
or was it? Yeah. So it, it, yeah. So it started, uh, just as a kid. Um, I think my dad just found some cheap tickets and, you know, gas wasn't $4 a gallon. And <laughs> yeah, right. So he took me and my older brother down to Indianapolis. Again, I don't really know why, but we went to a Colts game and, um, that was my first, at least professional football game might even been, you know, any game. So, you know, as, as a, as a youngin, I was just like, yeah, go everything, Indiana. So, um, that's pretty much how that came to be. Um, you know, didn't get to watch many Colts or Pacers games growing up and, uh, you know, especially basketball wise, you know, I love my Reggie Miller, but he got overshadowed by Michael Jordan. Everybody did. Yeah. (laughs) Understandable, but (laughs) Um, you know, we had, we had, we had a few wins against them, especially the Reggie push off game, but, um, yeah, that 98 yeah, no, series was, was, yeah, probably, probably could have went to the Pacers very easily and it just didn't happen, but yeah, you know, but yeah, no, I mean, you know, gr- growing up here, it's, it's, you know, I've, I've got no problem rooting for those guys as long as they're not playing the Indiana teams. Now, is there any Chicago teams you pull for? I mean, do you have a leash? It sounds like you're more allegiant to the Cubs and the White Sox, or, or do you wish success on both of them? Um, again, if they're playing, I'll go Cubs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, anything that, that brings happiness and positivity and, and some wins around mm-hmm. here, you know, everything's always better when people are winning. So Yeah, that's what my wife says. She's like – like I'm more of a White Sox guy than a Cubs guy. And I remember when they won the world series, uh, her, her sister brought us a bunch of like Chicago Cubs championship <laughs> merchandise and hats and shirts. And it was nice of her. And she was excited that they won. And she also has like a White Sox championship cap too, for when they won. And I, I guess both of my, my uh, wife and her sister, their attitude is like, Hey, you know, Chicago won the championship. I'm going to root for them. You know, we don't have that allegiance, but I don't think too many people agree with her who are diehards. You know, they're like, no way. Screw the Cubs. Yeah. Screw the White Sox. So, all right. So yeah. baseball, obviously you're a Colts Pacer fan. We don't have a professional baseball team. So you must root for who? Who's your baseball team? Uh, the number one is the Arizona Diamondbacks. <laughs> of course it is. Now, how did that happen? Yeah. World um, Series of 01? It was just before that. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah, so like I said, as as a youngin, being like, hey, there's no no baseball team. Yeah. Um, I I've got an older brother who I who, you know, again, grew up liking the Cubs too, but um, for some reason, like some out of state teams. So, being a little brother, you kind of follow your brother's footsteps. Okay, so I can see that. I had I had to find some kind of out of state team for me, and it was honestly just watching Sports Center in the basement one day, and I'm like. How about them? I'll just follow these guys. And that's how easy it was. It's, I'm just going to follow this team. And yeah, here I mean, we are. I was, I was a little kid. I didn't know better. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, a couple years later, they won the World Series. So that made it a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, hasn't been too great since, but uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, there's a little bit of fun rooting for a team that's not in your area. Um, a little bit easier now, now that they're, you know, in, in the different sports where you can buy the packages to watch out of market teams and stuff. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a little something fun being, being the only person in an area that's interested in something a little lonely at times, but yeah, it's like, it's like your thing. It's, you know, it's like me growing up, 
uh, I was a fan of all the, you know, uh, the New York teams, Jets, Mets, uh, Knicks and Devils well, the New Jersey team. But I like the Hamilton Tiger Cats of the Canadian Football League. <laughs> Nobody gave a crap about the CFL or even knew what the heck it was. Maybe they happen to see it on ESPN every now and then for the Grey Cup. But, yeah, you're right. It was nice kind of rooting for this team and keeping track. And, you know, this is back in the day before the Internet was big and <clears throat> You would look at the newspapers. You would write letters to the team to send away for media guides and programs. So you had to do a lot of work, you know, being a fan of a team at, you know, and now it's different because you can find stuff online and you can watch games online. You can buy packages. But, yeah, you're right. Just being a, a fan of a team that was nowhere near you out of your market was a little difficult. And, and I'm still still am a Tiger Cats fan. I got mad that they lost a great cup last year in overtime to Winnipeg and Ah, it's like, and, and I, I felt, I felt the pain. I was like, man, I, I'm, I'm still with this team. You know, I haven't, I haven't forgotten about them. Uh, and as a Met fan, I felt the pain on uh, Sunday night when they were one hit by Joe Musgrave. And I'm like, so we're not going to do anything. We're not going to hit the ball. We're not going to score a run. We're just going to go out quietly, like with a whimper. That's how we're going to end the season. Ah, and then the either, flood. Either that or we want to blow a big lead like Toronto did. You know what? I don't hear anybody talking about that. Maybe because, yeah. you know, I'm not following Toronto people or uh, not in the market. But, yeah, Toronto had a, what, a seven-run uh, seven run lead against the Mariners? Something like that, yeah. And they blew it? I mean, I don't know what's worse. I Getting one hit in the final game or losing a seven-run lead? I Shoot. Yeah. Yeah, that is bad. That is pretty bad. Uh, so, like, a lot of people are weighing in about, like, is this the worst collapse in New York sports history or the most disappointing? And people are bringing up the 2001 World Series. Mariana Rivera gives up the uh, game-winning hit and to Arizona. They're bringing up the 04 playoffs when the Yankees had a 3 nothing lead. People are bringing up the 1990 Knicks when, you know, they had a 2 nothing lead against the Bulls and, and they couldn't hold that or they got into that huge fight with the Miami Heat and blew that series. So, yeah, with the Mets losing, it's getting a lot of people talking and everybody's pointing the finger and they're upset and they're complaining. And I said, guys, don't you sound like a bunch of Cubs fans. <laughs> Move on. Be a White Sox fan. Say, you know what? We had players blow a World Series to gamblers. We moved on. We're not bitching about it. Cubs fans are still complaining about a goat and a black cat. Well, not anymore because they, they won a few years ago, but for the longest time, that's all you heard. We're cursed, we're cursed, we're cursed. Move on. It wasn't our year, you know? So yeah, that's all I can say to uh, my fellow Met fans who are listening. And I don't know when this podcast is coming up, but I'm sure they're going to still be complaining because you know, <laughs> Jacob DeGrom's not coming back. He doesn't sound like he wants to come back. And, you know, we got to go get Aaron Judge and we got to go get Otani in a couple years. It's like, calm down, guys. Let's just be happy we made the playoffs. I'd rather make the playoffs and lose than finish with 77 wins, you know? Like, White Sox yeah. fans are not happy that they won 81 games this year. They're ticked off. They want LaRusse's head. He stepped down. Uh, hopefully good things will come to the south side because that's another fan base that is very passionate dedicated but they move on. They don't, they just don't dwell on things. They don't sit there and complain. Like you never hear about the 67 team that, that also blew a pennant lead, lost the last five games of the season to uh mediocre teams. They just move on. It's like, yeah, it wasn't our year. So 
hopefully yeah. hopefully that's the case scooby your real name is not that it's mike uh how did you get scooby mckay as your handle and is that do friends call you scooby yeah um a lot of people are named mike and uh, I, I like scooby too. <laughs> so okay uh, yeah it started with just you know some closer friends just started going off of that and like i said it, you go in a room hey mike you have four people turn around but you know if you have one someone says hey scooby everyone yeah. turns to look at that person but everybody looks you know at who you're you. talking to. Yeah. yeah every everybody looks at you i get that i never had a nickname it was only mark and a lot of people would call me mike because i guess mark and mike sound alike and yeah. <laughs> it's it's mark but they would i spell it with the c they would spell it with the k uh, but yeah, things like that. So, okay. As we kind of wrap up this uh, conversation, uh, any ballparks or stadiums you'd like to get to one day, you know, what's, what's your experience, you know, check it out stadiums. Is that something you do for fun or, or is it something you do when you get the chance? Um, little both, um, you know, COVID COVID kind of put a pause on a lot of that, but, um, yeah, no, I, I at least would try to get somewhere new at least once a summer or, you know, um, I like driving. So even if I could yeah. get somewhere new, I'd try to hit the road to Cincinnati if I hadn't been there in a few years or, you know, somewhere relatively nearby. Um, I think I've hit about half of them okay. at the MLB parks. What are your favorites? Um, uh, definitely Wrigley. Mm-hmm. Um, Pittsburgh's pretty cool. Definitely. Uh, except for there's nobody ever there, which is good if you want a yeah. a good seat for cheap. Oh yeah. Well, once they start winning, yeah, everybody will be there. Yeah, PNC is usually makes the list. It makes the list of fans, experts, players, and uh, I just think it's like almost the perfect ballpark. It's the right size. It's got great food. It's got nice ticket pricing. Probably the best view in all of baseball. That yeah. could be debated. I know some people disagree. Like I like P I like San Francisco Oracle a lot, but parking is a pain in the butt there. Uh, Cause you don't have the mass transit out there. You, uh, when we went there, my wife and I, uh, this is almost 10 years ago. I think it was like 25 bucks to park for an hour. It was something outrageous. Now we found a free spot on the street, but you know, but that's a great ballpark as well. And when that team is winning, like everybody comes out and just goes crazy. Uh, so yeah, I, I love going to new ballparks too. I I had a had a couple friends go out to uh, City Field and Yankee Stadium this year, and I told them you're going to like City Field better than Yankee. They disagreed, <laughs> and they said, "Yeah, City Field was quite nice." They said Yankee Stadium felt more like a museum than anything. I said, "Well, you know, there's a lot to there's a lot to celebrate with with the New York Yankee franchise." So I get it, uh, but any any planned trips? that you had this year that you went to, to knock off your stadium bug travel? No, life, life got uh, a little yeah. bit in the middle of that one. Um, I got engaged actually in July. Nice. Uh, and and she loves baseball and all that. That's but, better. Uh, great. That'll, that'll probably be a little easier to do um, next summer. So, um, but we, yeah, we did that last summer coming back from, uh, uh, a vacation with her family. We stopped at, at Pittsburgh. Uh, she had never been. I'd been there yeah. years back. So, um, yeah, this year just didn't didn't really pan out. But uh, you know, we're thinking maybe Seattle. Oh, um, I've got a couple friends out there nice. and I've seen them in a while, and 
haven't crossed that off yet. So that yeah. would be nice. Yeah, just being Seattle is is gorgeous, even if you don't see baseball. But yeah, if you get out to Seattle, yeah, definitely take some pictures. We uh we love looking at uh love looking at the White Cap Mountains out there. And you know, if you happen to get out there and see a soccer game, I don't know if you're a fan of soccer, but I hear sounder games are intense oh, yeah. and packed. And then uh, of course you got the the dub C fish sticks. I'm sure you're familiar with that club. It's a summer collegiate team with uh, some some really cool wacky logos. So, anyway, best of luck. That's that sounds like a lot of fun. See, my wife's not a big baseball fan, so it's you know, I, hey, let's go to a baseball game. She's like, really? Do we have to? You know, but if she goes there with like another, well, that's why you got those. What's that? You got the minor. That's why you got the minor leagues. You know, to to do the wacky entertaining yeah. stuff to. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know uh the Savannah Bananas are coming up here to play in uh Indianapolis in June, June 30th. So if I can get her a ticket and she can be entertained with all the on-field antics, she may like it. And it's only going to be 2 hours of baseball. So right. give her give her a couple wine slushies, <laughs> a couple glasses of wine. I think she'll be fine. I think she'll enjoy that. So but yeah, yeah, she's just, you know, like with me, when I go on a trip, it's like eight ballparks in six days. Like I want to crush everything in. I want to drive four hours just to see a ballpark and then leave town after the game and drive another two hours. Right. I'm getting to the age where it's like, okay, we got to stop doing this. Like, let's just take it easy. Enjoy the town. There's a lot of other things to see here, but you know. But when I go on a trip with her, we definitely have to do things she likes because then she gets mad at me and <laughs> into a fight. So when when you travel, you know, I know she likes baseball. Make sure you do something she likes. For sure. Happy, happy house. Happy wife is a happy house. So nice. So when do you get married? When's uh, the wedding date? Uh, actually, end of this month. OK, nice. And so. she is she planning everything? Are you helping out? Or are you just saying yes, honey? Uh, she's doing most of it. Yeah, that's that's so how I'm it goes. To- Trying to help and trying to uh, remind her that whatever she wants, it's yes, her day. whatever she wants, it's your day. You've been planning this since you're nine. Yeah, right. my my wife wanted some kind of laser display of her names that was like three hundred bucks. I'm like, three? Do we really need that? Can we just write this on a piece of paper? But <laughs> and then a photo booth. She wanted a photo booth, which wasn't that popular at the time. Now I see photo booths at all weddings, so. We, uh, I said, okay, it's your day. We'll do it. Let's have it. So, all right. Well, Hey, thanks you for, thank you for coming on scoop. Uh, where can we find you on Twitter? If we want to follow you or have great discussions of baseball. Yeah. At Scooby McKay. It's pretty straightforward. Um, yeah. but yeah, let's talk, let's talk baseball, some foods or just random life fun. Yeah. Random life fun. Talk about some good Chicago food and uh, a little Arizona D backs and, you know, what are the best spots to uh, get a pizza puff in Chicago? I think Scoob's your man. So, all right. Do my best. All right. Thanks for coming on. Have a great day. And uh, we'll catch you on Twitter. All right. Thanks, man. Take care. All right. That was Scooby McKay. Scooby McKay. That sounds like a good uh, radio name. Scooby McKay here with WISU Sports. The Indiana State Sycamores are taking on the Illinois State Cardinals today at 1 p.m. The winner is the champion of the Gateway Football Conference. Both teams are sitting at 6-1 and one on the regular season. 
check it out with Scooby McKay. Okay, never mind. Uh, okay, so that was that was just a fan. That's just a guy I follow on Twitter. He follows me. He likes baseball. He likes food. Probably could have talked a little more about Chicago food. Uh, but, you know, kind of like to mix things up. And uh, I think he's right. Tavern pizza is something you should try when you come to Chicago. Any bar, any tavern, any pizza place that makes a deep dish also serves tavern style pizza. And it's good. It's a, you know, it's not so much a cracker crust compared to St. Louis, but it's a nice thin crust. And like I said, my wife likes it. She likes beggars pizza. Beggars pizza is the official pizza of the Chicago White Sox. They have a couple places there at Guaranteed Rate Field that you can try. You can watch it right here. Look at all those happy people eating that tasty beggars pizza in a world where all pizza is tavern style. One stands out and that's beggars pizza, but no, actually beggars pizza. There's, there's some other good ones too. So, and the Italian beef, I love the Italian beef. I love the, uh, the breaded steak sandwich that's dipped in tomato sauce and served with Jaranaro and, in uh, mozzarella, the pizza puffs, the chicken wings and fries covered with that sweet, tangy mild sauce. Oh, Chicago's got some good stuff up there. They got some tasty treats, and you need to go up there and try them. Try them soon. Uh, other minor league ballparks up in the Chicagoland area include the Windy City Thunderbolts, the Schomburg Boomers. They have free parking. Chicago Dogs as well. You have the King County Cougars. Just outside Chicago, you have the Gary Railcats. Uh, then you have a couple summer collegiate clubs uh, a little bit further from uh, the Chicago epicenter of Chicago, Lake County Corn Dogs and the Northwest Indiana Oil Men. I know there's a couple other summer collegiate teams, but those are those are two organizations that uh, do a nice job with uh, the game day presentation. I mean, I probably wouldn't tell you to go to those other ones because they're just there playing baseball and and that's it. And I'm trying to think anybody else. In the Chicago land area that uh, that has a team still, I'm probably forgetting one. Oh, the Joliet uh, Slammers. That's a nice little ballpark too. Great food there too. They have the Jaranao taco uh, nachos, nachos with Italian beef, cheese, Jaranao peppers. Oh, that was so good too. So yeah, food, baseball. You can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong with these podcasts. So. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening. I appreciate you coming on here to check me out. Uh, thank you, Scoop, for coming on here. Uh, that was something that we arranged just recently. I'm like, hey, can you come out tomorrow? I mean, the guy was on his lunch break. That's uh, That was awesome to hear. So thank you. Thank you for coming on. Uh, follow me. Share your pictures and photos and videos. We'd love to see what you guys are checking out. Best of luck to you and the wife on your wedding. Hope you get out to Seattle. Seattle's a gorgeous city. Anybody who goes out there loves it. Uh, my buddy Andrew Hawkins went out there for a job, thought he would come back, met this lovely little lady, and now it's its wife. So he's not coming back. He's not coming back to the Hoosier state unless he's visiting family. So I get it. I get it. You know, good for him. So thank you guys for listening. You can check me out on Stadium Journey, the industry's leader in sports reviews. We cover everything from the National Football League to Indiana high school basketball venues. So we have it all. And if we don't let us know, we'll try to get out there or better yet, uh, maybe join the crew. We always can uh, use some more contributors to the website. 
Uh, you can also follow me on YouTube at Ballpark Hunter. I have uh, new reviews every Monday. I have reviews on Thursday. I cover everything from uh, baseball, football, hockey, basketball arenas uh, to regional foods. You know, I, I have a video of me at Bucky's eating at Bucky's, eating at like three different Bucky's in Texas. Like, you know, like God forbid I just stop at one Bucky's and fill myself up. I'm going to different Bucky's from Katy, Texas, all the way out towards, uh, I forget where the other one was. I think they're all in the Houston area, but you know, one was in Katy where, uh, a friend of mine from college, Pam lives. She said, Oh, if you're still in Katy, stop over for lunch. I'm like, really? I haven't seen you in 20 years. I'm just going to stop over your house for lunch, but that's what friends do. They invite you to come over for lunch out of the blue. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that offer. I wish I do. That would have been fun. That would have been fun hanging out with you and the family. So anyway, guys, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy it. Please comment. If you're listening on the Apple uh, podcast, uh, make some comments. I only have like seven people who've commented. I think three of them are from me. One's from my wife and one's from my uh, mother-in-law. And one's from Phil Caputo or Paul Caputo. One's from Mr. Caputo. He's got a nice podcast out right now. He's talking with uh, Todd uh, Radom. I hope I said that right from uh, he designs logos guy's been doing it for years in uh, Brooklyn Cyclones. So talking about the Brooklyn Cyclones. So check out him, uh, check out Ed Rivera. He's the dad hat Chronicle uh, guy. And uh, he's got a cool video as well with all his hats and he's got great podcasts and he's reaching out beyond baseball, you know, and I'm kind of doing that as well because uh, let's face it. There's a lot to talk about in the world of sports. We can always tie it back into the national pastime. And check out Anna. Uh, she's got the Buckethead website, and that's a fun little site to talk to. She does really great interviews. She's just able to really get those great questions and answers out from people. So a lot of great content to listen to. We know you have a choice. So thank you for making us number one in the Valley. This is Mark Viquez, the Ballpark Hunter, on Power, 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 Power 106.9.